This is Greg McLaughlin of the Rebel Base Card Podcast, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast with Ian Taylor and Norn Red. Enjoy collecting. Hello, everybody. My name is Norn Rad, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook details at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards, the Mad Cat Collector himself. What's up, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's Ian Taylor. Yes, yes, he nails yeah. it. He shoots, he scores. I did it. And the crowd go wild. <laughs> oh yeah. my giddy arm. He's actually strutting, folks. <laughs> I'm so happy I did that right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very thrilled. Very oh thrilled my goodness me. Why did we leave this to episode 90, whatever, for you to try? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, top bombing. Top bombing. Wow. That's brilliant. God. Oh, my goodness, me. Yep. Oh. (laughs) 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 Oh, I've gone. I've gone. Oh, God. Oh, man. Tom Jones. (laughs) Right? You're welcome. I thought you would love that. I was like, what's better than than breaking and bridging to our topic of conversation, oh. which is Ian. Oh. <laughs> He's all messed up. I'm still recovering. <laughs> Reminds me of a Tom Jones joke I've got. I'm trying to remember it. Oh, yeah. Man goes to the doctor and says, doctor, doctor, I can't stop singing the green, green grass of home. Uh, the doctor replies, ah, it sounds like you've got Tom Drone's syndrome. The man goes, is it rare? The doctor replies, it's not unusual. <laughs> it's not unusual. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's really there we good. Go. I there love we that. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome back. You know what? The first time I ever heard, by the way, the first time I ever heard Tom Jones was at Mars Attacks, the uh, movie. Oh. That's the first time I ever heard about Tom Jones was I, that movie. Which you've never seen Thunderbolt thing. Have you never seen the Bond movie? No. Thunderbolt. I've had people wow. tell me that. No, no. I okay. have to watch it. I'm you do actually. It is, it is of the uh, Thunderball of the um, of the uh, Sean Connery Bond movies. It's probably one of the better ones, I think. Um, and it was actually remade as Never Say Never okay. Again. And I'm definitely which, gonna. Have to yeah, see it. but um, here's a bit of trivia. Oh. <laughs> Tom Jones trivia for you. Um, uh, when Tom Jones recorded oh. the theme music for Thunderball, he hits. There's a really high note that he hits. And he holds it for a, a considerably long, long amount of time. The take that you hear on the official Thunderball song, he actually passed out when he finished <laughs> when he finished singing that bit. Whoa! Yeah, he actually passed out. So it's like really, yeah. When you hear it, you're like, wow, he's, he's giving it some welly. <laughs> Whoa! And this was when he was a young man, and he was like, yeah, his voice was in full, uh, full effect. So yeah. So um, did you know he's full 82? Swing. He's 82 wow. now. Tom Jones. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Wow. Which is the same. And he's become the oldest. That guy still looks good, man. 
He does. He's become the oldest um, singer to have a number one album in the UK. <laughs> Which is because um, he's just released his first album in like seven years, I think. Because um, his wife passed Whoa. away a few years ago. I can't believe we're talking about this. is the Tom Jones episode. This is the Tom Jones episode. Welcome to the Tom Jones episode. You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say welcome back to you because this is the first recording you've done in your new pad. Yes, this is it. This is my new acoustics. This is how I sound in my new pad. Mm. So this is me here. Well, which is so much better. Well, well folk can't obviously see you, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna oh. kind of do the the paint by oh. numbers thing and describe. Um, so there's a devilishly handsome man standing, not sitting, <laughs> yes, standing, <laughs> in his uh, rather beautifully well lit um, uh, room in his new house somewhere in in North Carolina. Yeah, um, I'm really sorry he's here. I'll put him back in the basement. Get in there, Clive. God, sorry, he's just Clive. Clive. Why did you go to Clive as the I don't know. Clive seemed funny at the time. Clive seemed unassuming, unexpected. Clive. I was going to say, if I had a sex puppet, I'd probably think of a better name than Clive. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to Clive's everywhere. got to make it weird, man. Um, sorry, Clive's everywhere. I know. I can see your display cabinet behind you that you've, that you've shown off on yes. Instagram, which looks, which looks incredible. Um, and I know you've got your Very Mandalorian exciting. chisel in there. And I can see your lovely, is that your Mobius um, Silver Surfer framed on the wall behind you? Yes, man. I love, probably one of my favorite artists beautiful. is Mobius. And this is from the uh, two-part series he did with Stan Lee. And it's mm. just a gorgeous piece. It's like, it's 1987. Lovely. So it's really vintage. Mm. They're really hard to find. This one's not in like, there's no tear. So it's in, you know, it looks great. I think it looks wonderful. And I, and I looks love it. amazing. So looks really yeah, good i'm very happy i've been wanting to put this up on a wall for a long time so yeah i got that and my uh very sexy ikea yellow windback chair it's nice which is very very lovely but yeah very minimal very quiet very <laughs> down very, earth very so. not where you were living which i know wasn't wasn't, yes. wasn't as, uh, as as palatial as you would a show a show that's that, that, that too that too um and of course last week you were poorly um, when we spoke to God, well, man. when I spoke to Ali from not, Titan, I'm so upset I missed her. She is such a gem. She was so nice to me. I when I went on my Mandalorian spree, my little spring break for my Silver Surfer day job, and she was such a gem about like helping me out and getting a getting getting what I needed from that set. And I just thought she was so nice, and I knew she did a lot of Marvel card breaks. So I just wanted to bring her on the show and introduce her to our neck of the woods so people mm. could you know use her as a resource because yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. she's very nice and she she does her she she does a lot for her job so yeah, yeah i'm so does. glad that worked out so terrible i couldn't be there man do not when you're moving do not be 35 and move by yourself you'd be an idiot <laughs> to carry all those boxes in that furniture um so i'll never do that again but mm. so it sounds like you guys had an awesome time i haven't started editing yet so i'm, yeah. I'm super no, excited good. to listen it's to good. the show no, I'm, I'm 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 well by now people will have heard it and um yeah it was great i, I loved it um ali was a complete sweetheart and very generous with her time and uh yeah we had a good chat so hopefully hopefully people wow. dig it and and check her out on youtube and follow her on instagram and and you know give her your support um because she's she's working hard for the hobby you know just generally yeah. um, sports non-sports whatever um which is uh really really cool um i we are 
as we record, we're approaching episode 100. We haven't recorded episode 100 yet. Uh, the reason I want to mention it now is because I still don't know <laughs> what we're going to do for our episode or who we're going to speak to, if anyone. Um, so, um, but yes, it is coming up. As people hear this, it will be four episodes Could be away. It's a mid-show. Say that again. You broke up. Wow, are we that close already? Holy yeah. hell. Yeah, this will, this will be episode 96. We're that close already? Yeah. Yeah. I think this will be episode 96. Hang on a minute. 93. Yeah, 94 is Q&A part two. 95 is Ali. So 96 this will be. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, wow. it's, getting, it's getting close. And after episode 50, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly concerned that people have really high expectations of what the next milestone will be, um, as they should, because <laughs> um, we did Greg Hildebrandt for 75, if I remember correctly. Oh, God, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and he was a he was what a gem. He was a dream dreamboat. He was um, a blast, man. Mm, he was. Um, so yeah. So who knows? Who knows what it will be? Um, but it will be ninety minutes of good, hard, smutty hobby talk, whatever the content yeah. <laughs> contains. <Smutty. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I should we? I, I I kind of wanted to start off on a couple of mailbag kind of things. Um, if in. that's okay with you, and um, always okay. The first one, the first one, um, stems from some feedback about episode 91, which was part two of the crossover we did with Collectors Assemble. So, part one was on their podcast, and part two was our episode 91. Um, that's right, and um, so in what ended up so we didn't we didn't know when that split was going to happen um but it, it yeah that's right because yeah, yeah, it was all yeah. controlled by the collector's assemble guide guys um so he split the audio and said right there's a natural place for it and then we're like okay fine natural then, break point so, yeah. so in in part two so in part two i um someone's pulled me up on something um a couple of people have pulled me up on it actually so i just wanted to talk to it and just kind of um just just hopefully clear the air a little bit so we can just move on um so at the beginning of the episode i was talking um in revered terms about uh, mr foxham who we know mr foxham um, who uh hope we're hoping that we can speak to at some point um i have spoken to mr foxham and he's just really busy um so i'm hoping that we can we can bring him on anyway um we we kind of have a have a bizarrely mad level of respect for him i think everyone is slightly in awe of of the commitment and the amount that he purchased um i mean he's one of the few to ever do it yeah, exactly. And obviously, he's bought a lot of the product, but he's after a particular aspect of that product. So, um, mm-hmm. so um, um, I, my experiences with him when we were trading Foxham back in the day when it was still available was that he would, if you had something he wanted, he would trade nicely for it and, and give you a lot of the stuff that you needed for the set, even if it was still Foxham, because yeah. there's elements of it that he had he had a lot of that he could spare to do so. So, you know, it worked well for both people. Um, but then later on in the episode, um, I can't remember how we got to it now, but I think there was a conversation with, um, um, Oh God, the, <laughs> I've completely had a mental blank of the guy's name from, um, collectors assemble bill. There we go. Um, we were talking, um, bill. and, and in, in, in some way, I made what I concede was an off-the-cuff comment um, saying that people 
to um sorry something just beeped in my ear and i think it was my it was my facebook there so let me just turn that off um but i i referred to people who hoard certain cards um as it being a, a bit of a thing to do and i bleeped it then and i bleeped it just now as you've heard um but but you could hear what it what it said so um so i basically the, the feedback we've had from a couple of listeners one in particular and i'm not going to go into names here because i don't think it i don't think it it, it helps anyone um but um obviously it's an open market and people can collect how they want so um i will say um uh, right now that it was an off-the-cuff remark i didn't put too much thought into it and i apologize if it upset anyone because it, it did upset a few people okay i do want to say though that it wasn't directed at any one person and it was it was uh, it was being made from the point of view where i'd had recent experience that because one person had decided to go after one particular card all copies of that particular card were unavailable so it denied me the ability to complete my set does that make sense did my internet connection go funny there my internet yeah, connection absolutely. did go funny there yes yes i'm back now am i back now can you hear me now <laughs> i didn't want to interrupt you because it's yeah. going well no 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 that's fine that's fine i just had a note come up saying my internet connection was unstable which which always throws me when i'm talking anyway um but um, but obviously, you know, I didn't put that point across because we were kind of, uh, I can't remember the conversation anyway, but we, I didn't make that clear. So I concede it was a very broad comment um, given the discussion. And, you know, of course, you know, people collect how they want to. Um, it's also worth saying, though, that not everyone shares the same mindset of the hobby. You know, some see it as an investment um, and are very clear that they, they choose to place their chip and roll the dice and that's what they're going to they're, they're going to buy they're going to buy a lot of they're going to go all in on that one uh black 52 or yeah. whatever it is they're going to go all in on that one and, and and roll the dice which is absolutely fine um a lot of other people are in it for the set build or whatever collection they're trying to put together um so um so yeah so i apologize um if i annoyed anyone or upset anyone or antagonized anyone it was not my intention um and it was unfair of me to be uh, quite so dismissive um, of other people. However, one thing that, that, that I've noticed, and I'm not specifically talking about any one person here, I'm talking just generally, I've noticed this a lot in, 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 in comments recently um, on posts, uh, be it about grading cards or be it about um, speculation or things like that. There seems to be mm -hmm. a lot of disdainful and dismissive commentary on public foreman's and on PM about other collectors, just because those collectors don't see things in the other way, the other way, in the way that the people commenting may do. Um, so obviously, I've been guilty of that in episode 91, um, you know, and I'll work on that. Um, but hopefully, other people will do the same. Because, you know, I will never be someone who chooses to put it all in on on black 52, for example, I don't collect that way. And I don't think about the hobby that way. But you know, absolutely fine if you want to do that. That's absolutely fine. Um, I think I was just speaking from experience of recently just not being able to complete a particular set because someone had locked me out and I was just a bit meh about that. So that's it anyway. I mean, all natural, right? I mean, at yeah. that point, 
I can't tell you how many times I've been blocked out from getting something. Hell, I just spent the last five years hunting down a stupid card because people <laughs> blocked me out. Yeah, I, mean, I guess the more limited you go, I mean, obviously, if you're going for a one yeah, or a red yeah. spectrum, it's like, you know, obviously something like that, there's no point in getting upset about it. And, and normal, no, no, because that's just what's going to be. Only one person can have that, you know. So, you know, there's, yeah, of course. There's, a, there's kind of a, you know, I mean, yeah, you'll surf a, one in ten obviously there's, there's there's ten of those out there and you know i'm sure one would have popped loose it just so happens it's within the series and within the card type that's the most popular thing of 2021 yeah and honestly too i mean that's kind of always been all of us are collectors at the end of the day yeah. whether we disagree with somehow some someone collects or think someone's building up something in order to offload or whatever stupid stuff we get into this is all about cards, you know, and I think what is uniform about all of us who get into this stuff is that, and I honestly believe this, you know, I really don't think even to the worst of people, <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody goes into this buying a bunch of cards and not liking them on some level. And I think that's, what's really universal about all of us, right? On every level, we all like this stuff at one point or another, whether we move things, don't move things, collect a lot of things or specifically go for a set. I think we, at the end of the day, we all like these cars and we enjoy them. And yeah. what I've always appreciated about you <clears throat> is that this podcast has never, ever been about villainizing any type of collector. We've always said at the end of the day, and you and I collect differently. I, you know, I, we've always said at the end of the day, enjoy it. If you enjoy yeah. what you're grabbing, yeah. there's not yeah. going to be anything yeah. you're going to feel bad about later. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's always been the energy we put out. Yeah. Which is why I feel bad that I, I, I kind of just spoke without thinking, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whenever we talk on this podcast, it's always just our opinion and our take on it. You know, we don't speak for everyone. Yeah. We don't, you know, we, 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 I, I believe, and I, I'll say this again, but because I remember when we were about to launch this podcast, I did have a really good look. I believe we were the first Marvel card collectors podcast, which is <laughs> why we called it that. Cause I said yeah. to you, you know, I said, to, I remember saying to you, there are no, there are other Marvel card collectors podcasts out there. And we're like, ah, that's the name of the podcast. That's Can't it. You. Um, but, um, <laughs> um, but you know, uh, and whilst, you know, we've chosen to kind of do this, we don't, we don't even, we, we don't want to speak for everyone on the other vein, uh, on the other vein of it, we don't, um, uh, you may be familiar with the BBC in the UK, with the BBC are, are government funded. So when there's an election, for example, they, they, it is actually within their charter that they have to be impartial to every political party and they have to give equal kind of thing to it. Um, we're not that, yet we try to do it as much as we can. You know, we, you right. know we're, we're, we're under no obligation to be um, completely and utterly um um, giving giving equal oxygen to to all all areas of the collection. Yet we want to because we recognise that there are a huge breadth of, of collectors here. Um, but yeah, as as you said, you know we we aim to be as um, I can't remember what you said now, but you said it really well just now. Um, and I'm sorry that I made someone. Feel <laughs> that, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I made someone feel bad when they listen to it that's what i feel bad about um and i didn't want to get into yeah. it on a back and forth and on text with anyone because 
because it just it just makes it just triggers my anxiety <laughs> when I get yeah, out. man. And at one point too, like I mean, also too, I think you can tell in the context of that episode not to dwell on this, but you know, letting off steam and saying that, dude, I've cursed so many collectors. <laughs> <laughs> just out of like frustration and exhaustion of like trying to get something. But, you know, at the end of the day, you and I, especially we've always hooked up other collectors. We always try to bring them on the show. We have voicemail calls. We bend our schedules. We get up and do this every day. You know what I mean? We have no ill intention to one, any collector who exists in this hobby. Mm -hmm. We do this because we both grew up loving marble cards mm-hmm. yeah and that's yeah. it absolutely okay okay so hopefully you know hopefully listen white flag let's just you know yeah those of us who who collect differently let's just agree disagree their own thing that's fine that's fine i think that's probably the best way um viva la difference um we do have some other feedback however Uh, from other people and i'm going to do so peter i'm going to talk to last i talk about last um there is we had some really good feedback on q and as we as we record q and a that we did part one has dropped and we had some really good feedback from dave marley um (laughs) <laughs> who always jokes their relation to Bob whenever he, whenever he, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Whenever that's, he right. I think that's the guy. It's hilarious. Um, really sweet guy. Um, and, um, he, he asked one of the questions that we put, that we spoke to in, in part one of that. Um, mm. And he commented back, um, on hearing it. Awesome episode guys. Thanks for fitting my question into part one. Um, Norin, totally agree with your point about the levels of collecting. I'm still filling some holes in late 90s and 2000s sets, and I can already see how my targets will change once I pick off the lower-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. Um, after hearing you guys talk it through, I think the personal value mostly comes from having some story associated with how you got the card, regardless if it's a trade, pack, pull, or purchase. Mm-hmm. That's, that's quite interesting. Um we had Taylor's point about getting joy from well-timed per- purchases. Oh, I love joy from a well-timed purchase. Um, I bought this House of X one plate while browsing Comsi late one night for what I think is a good price relative to the other plates and had more attachment to it for that reason. And he showed a picture of the plate and it's brilliant. Um, I'll put oh, I saw that one. The, yeah, yeah, was yeah. it the yellow one? Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. but it just it, yes. it, yellows. Yellows are kind of a real hit and miss thing. On, on I agree, on, but this one absolutely, yeah, brilliant, it's beautiful, it's, it's really gorgeous. Good. Um, really, really great questions and answers all the way around. Looking forward to part two, guys. Thanks as always for being a bright spot in the day. Keep jamming, Dave. No relation to Bob Marley. <laughs> I love it. Ah, I, I love it. Freaking love it. Oh, what a gem. He's what a really a sweet guy. So thank you, Dave. Um, Thanks, I know buddy. you commented on some other songs, but I, I, I can't find all the posts at the moment. Um, and then um, Black Diamond. Uh, Black Diamond Ooh. has been pushed again. I think by the time this comes out, it would have been released. So, um, But it got pushed again. And it our, our 
episode 92 was due to come out when we believed and i think when upper deck believed it was going to be coming out um Mm -hmm. and so um even though we'd recorded it months earlier but um obviously it got pushed at the last minute we still released the episode which actually doesn't hurt because people can still hear it and then maybe get their pre-orders in yeah you know actually i think try to get ahead of the curve well when did they get pushed back to it's may the mm -mm, um maybe 10 days time from now Yes, I want to say 18th of May. I don't know why I want to say 18th of May, but I'm going to say 18th of May. You said it. Um, But Angelica Gao, Angelica, hello. um, Angelica. Who's the community relations coordinator for Upper Deck. I think she's been in that job relatively short amount of time. Um, And she's killing it. And she's, yeah, she's amazing. We love her. Angelica, we love you. Um, Come on the podcast, please. Um, Actually, funny enough, um, Dave Marley has commented on this one as well um <laughs> this wasn't the feedback i was going Rascal. back for but you know what dave is going to be the dave show um hello dave great work as always ian and norin for some reason i'm always skeptical that i'll like the episodes featuring an upper deck representative <laughs> that's, that's hilarious um but i've never come away disappointed well that's good that's good grant's enthusiasm for the product seemed truly genuine and it makes me all the more eager for the release date grant's just as an enthusiastic guy i mean he's a rock star um like a number of other members i was skeptical about both the price point and the content not being an mcu collector but seeing all the artists share their sketches convinced me to pre-order a box then i went back and listened to the brian bode episode and got a little bit Mm. more geeked out about the possibilities for this set and now grant's detailed walkthrough has me really looking forward to getting my own box and seeing what everyone else is able to pull thanks as always for putting the show together um so that was wow. nice. Um, Donnie Courtwider just finished the episode, and what a great listen. Y'all got to hear Grant's enthusiasm for dot, 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 everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's just an enthusiastic puppy-licking licking puppy of He's the He's a rock star, He's man. Just, uh, yeah. Um, Tony Perna. Tony. Another great Tony. episode. I was amazed at Grant's comic book knowledge, especially concerning Jack Kirby. Yeah. And then he commented, Norrin, stop farting. <laughs> I've no idea. You know, he's so he's no, he's always been jealous of my gas. It's (laughs) been like that since day one. He's just like he understands I'm a baritone and he doesn't get it. Is he gas envy? He has gas envy. He always has. He always he's always been like that with me. I don't know. I tell you what. I wish we could be a hundred percent, but it's because of his gas envy that you know we're always like on that eighty five percent closeness thing. Now you you probably don't know many five year old kids, so I'm going to put this as an open open thing to just generally everyone. My five year old daughter bless her her farts are so loud and she's so <laughs> proud of them she's definitely my daughter on that, on that regard but is that normal for five-year-olds <laughs> or do i have to start sending her to finishing school now <laughs> i think it's a hidden talent okay there's nothing with wrong with farting okay oh, it's nature's like way of great. giving us a joke to tell she's great. naturally i love it i love it i love it um anyway so last bit of feedback and actually this this flips into something else that peter asked on the group um so peter mcclure um lovely fella new new um into the into the groups um just started listening to your podcast um he sent this on instagram by the way um just started listening to your podcast i love it thanks for the info i just got back into collecting cards after many years i picked up a box of masterpieces 93 i want to get 92 next great job um and he's coming to the community and he's, he's diving right in 
um, and he asked a question. And I sent you a link to this question. So let me just find that link so I can find the question. Uh, the question was, and he posted this only 12 hours ago from when we speak on the MCCW group. Evening all. Evening, Pete. As I've started to get back into... <laughs> was that you doing an impression of Pete replying? Yeah, I was like, like a, Eve Nine. Yeah, I don't like know. A nine it's bad. Yeah, I can't fine. do impression. I know. I know. That's okay. No, you did it. You did it. All right. You did it. Okay. You did it. Okay. Um, yeah. As I've started to get back into the world of trading cards, I would love to know how you all decide whether to be a set collector or a character collector, or heck, just pick up what you like. I'm leaning towards just really sticking with X Men stuff and mainly focusing on Sabretooth versus Wolverine. Um, first of all, amazing road to travel Um, amazing question yeah um an amazing question um and i kind of want to touch on this because i know we've done character club episodes before and i know we've kind of done episodes about people who are just getting into the hobby but i thought this is actually a good one because it segues into some of the challenges we've had recently of being character collectors um so uh, but i just kind of thought uh, there's loads of people um who've commented on this so he's getting some really great feedback from the community which is great um i i mean heck i mean he's put or heck just pick up what you like so i think first of all it kind of starts there yep um well i mean honestly no one chooses, right? You're born a certain... Wait, what are we talking about? I'm just confused. <laughs> okay. So like, yeah, I think 100%. I think you definitely start with what you like. Definitely start with what you like. I agree. Yeah. That's the starting point. And if that takes you towards sets, fine. If it takes you towards characters, also. Mm-hmm. If, it take, if, it, if it leads you down both paths at the same time. Uh, yeah like an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other, as I've yep. for the last X number of years of collecting. So would you say the character collector in you is the devil? Oh, my, certainly, <laughs> yes. Actually, no, no, it isn't, actually. Uh, the dev- the devil is the one that says, try and buy everything. Try and own all of it. <laughs> try and buy it all of yes. it. Don't yes. you love it? All of it. Own all of it. Don't worry <laughs> about eating or paying your bills or getting into debt. Um, but uh, you but can the live a- in your car. It's fine. Yeah. But, yeah I don't own a car. I don't own a car, Noren, so I can't. <laughs> I can't live in my car. I you your car, that. maybe. Are you kind of, yeah. <laughs> you got you can always you can have my six months rent free. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you got you got room. Um so um but I, I think it's interesting um that um if you go the character route, then straight away, I guess if you're starting to do that now, you've got a little bit of backfilling to do is probably the best way to phrase it um and i i say that um because when we did uh q a part one someone someone asked if you were had to collect something else and i said well i do house of x powers of x and it, and you know that'd be like oh great because it's fairly relatively new so you wouldn't have to go back to too far but i guess you know that's quite an even Spider Gwen, you're going back almost ten years to do. Yeah, even um, even like and, more recent and, characters, and, you're you know, still going Silk, back. for example, that I know uh, JD collects. JD. So, um, but if you're going for old stuff, then I guess you know you've got a certain amount of catching up to do to get them. And where do you start? What are your what are your what are your boundaries? What are you you know I guess, which kind of led me to think about. 
we are both, and especially you now, are at a point with our character collections where it's about the stuff that's that's kind of on the on the borders, on the fringes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So so on the border. So so on in other countries border yeah, type yeah, of thing. Exactly. So um so I, I wanted to quickly talk about the fact that I realized very recently that I'm I'm pretty skint at the moment. I've got a few things for sale in the group but no one's buying them. Um and I need to sell some more stuff. So I haven't got much much hobby spend money at the moment. Um, so mm. I'm going for. Um, so I started going through my black cat cards and looking on the trading card database, and working out that I have a fair few gaps of of just relatively common cards that I just don't have. Wow. Um, and they are, you know, they're available online for you know two, three, four, five bucks depending on where I get them from. In doing so, I realized that some of them are actually devilishly, you might think they're common, they're actually devils to get. So I'm going to start with some of the joyous yep. ones, and I'm just going to go through them and just and just touch on this. So, um, And I'll put images of these in the, in the tasting notes, and they're starting to go on my Instagram as well. So Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. I've got the oh. two cards from Black Cat that are in that set. One of them's got art by Mark Texera. The other one's got art by an artist called Chris Hawks. I'm not that familiar with, actually. Um, don't think he's any relation to Tony Hawks. Anyway, um, but I've got both of the yeah. regular cards of these, but I don't have the gold signature versions. And of course, a lot of these 90s sets had parallels where they had printed gold God, signature versions. And I suddenly realised I don't have the parallels. Yeah. So I quickly went to an, a UK seller, a couple of bucks each. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. There's that one. And there's that one. So straight oh, away, wow. gaps filled. They killed Black Cat in that set. That's I know. so good. They're beautiful. And Holy the beautiful hell. thing about this is I, I have the buybacks for both of these sitting on EPAC ready to ship to me. Oh, the buybacks. You're yes, right. Yes, of course. So what number are those buybacks to? I know they're hard numbered, right? Yeah. I want to say no. It's 30? not twenty. Yeah, twenty or thirty, something like that. I have I'll a have prowler. A look at the moment. Yeah, I'll have a look. That's at to thirty. I can't see him out the window. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh ha! Training <laughs> <laughs> order. Training order. Um, he's in the bushes over there. Hey, hey, um, and then I picked up. Sorry, no. Those I, are beautiful I, cards, though. Seriously, they are. They are beautiful cards. And then I realised that. Oh, he says almost. Killed it. Apologies for what's about to happen, Norin, but. It's happened. Anyway. Um, oh, hottie. Hottie. And then I, and I think I showed you these, but I'd already, I'd already squirreled these away into my folder. For example, I realized that I did not own a copy of this. No way. I didn't really? own this. Yeah, I didn't own this. So what I'm holding up here is... Is it embossed with the uh, shiny as well? A little wow. bit, yeah. The Julie also Bell, right? Clear Ultra, no, it's Boris. Also from Fleer Ultra Spider-Man, it's the Jesus. Golden Web, and it's beautiful. Look at the foiling on that. God, that looks good. Uh, it's high gloss. Wow, that absolutely looks gorgeous. A lot better. Yeah, they are wonderful cards. Wow, so, wow, wow, uh, wow, wow, wow. So I snapped up that one, um, and then you know little things like, for example, the there's a set that came out. You know that pack that I opened on Q and A Part Two of uh, yes. Spider-Man. I think it was ninety-seven. 
Um, it had um, 97. Yeah, we yeah. had we had they were sticking together. A little that's bit, right. Yeah. That's right. Well, it turns out I already had the card that came out of that, which was the I think it was the red one I had. So basically, it's exactly the same card. It's just oh. you see the foils in red at the bottom there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks um, and the back is a puzzle piece. Yeah. So that's that's a the puzzle. red one. Turns out wow. I didn't have the blue. So it's identical, apart from the fact that the foil at the bottom has got blue writing. And when you turn over, it's got a different puzzle on the back of the blue set. <laughs> That's interesting. It's, it's really weird, yeah. Hmm. There's, not, there's barely any text ah. on the card. I think there's, yeah, there's, there's a tiny bit. Of, yeah, and this is actually, the, the puzzle there is Mike Waringo artwork. Ah, It Waringo. says at the bottom. So, what, uh, so at some point, I am going to get that set complete. And in fact, both puzzles are Mike Waringo artwork on both cards. So, yeah. So I just kind of went back and started filling in some gaps. Um, I've got a couple more that are on the way from Australia, believe it or not, um, because Dangerous Divas, the Rittenhouse set, uh, bizarrely enough, even though I got a case of that, I got, um, there's a foil parallel. And for some strange reason, wow. over over and above the set that I put together, I only got one spare of the four parallel. But this is part of a free. There's a card that goes here and a card that goes here. So it forms a kind of a, a, oh. a free part thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only had that one. Um, huh. So I've tracked down the other two and they're on their way from Australia. But they were they were not many of those on eBay at all. Um, Man, Australia has some really good hidden gems. I mean, like when I, like same thing happened with Surfer for me, like yep. a few of them had to come from Australia because they're just like yep. such big collectors down there. Yeah, there are some really big collectors down there. Um, and that is when I realized that what I thought was Black Cat's rookie card wasn't Black Cat's rookie card. And people say rookie card. And I've gone there, of, and I kind of feel like saying, "Stop calling it a rookie card because it's not a sport player." But anyway, that that's kind of generally the the term. The first appearance, I guess, would be the uh, the best phrase for that. I thought it was Marvel first Universe, baby. Yeah, I thought it was Marvel Universe nineteen ninety. You know, the one that everyone's going ballyhoo about. Um, although that seems to be chilling slightly. No, um, which um, is a card that you will know, and I believe the this dip. is, I believe this is Tom Morgan artwork, but I'm not sure. I can't, you know, I wish they had listed the artist, but yeah. I don't know. I love that card. Tom yeah, Morgan is the him. sweetest person. I should ask him. You should ask him. I thought you'd ask him. I'm going to ask him. I thought you were going to ask him. I did. I did. I did. He did. I, um, oh God. I'll have to look. To this was fair, a while ago now. No, to be fair, you were about to move. So don't, don't sweat it. Yeah, dude. Um, my brain's been all messed up. But it turns out that she has been in. Um, there's a Togman Farling comic images set released in 89 yeah baby. Um, and there's part one and then there's part two which was released in 1990 i can't find her card from the 89 mm-hmm. set anywhere at the moment um but i have now received from australia what i believe to be her second card whoa that looks so good isn't that lovely? So it's Todd artwork. Wow. And this will wow. be on the tasting notes. It's card number five. Um, and I th- again, I think the back is a puzzle piece kind of a thing. Yeah, most of them were. Yeah. So like you have like the 19, um, 1980s where like you had, um, I think they're called 
it's called Marvel Comics Group, but it was comic images and it's 1987. That's right. And on the back of those, they're not puzzles. They're like bios similar yes. to what happens in the nineties, just no yep. power meters and stuff like that. But yep. that's what happened to me too, actually. So when I was collecting surfer, I, I, I someone told me about the 1966 set, right? Mm. Which is technically the first trading card size. Is that the Don Ross one? Uh, Marvel card set, which is extremely rare. <laughs> Yes. So that one is, you know, considered the first. The problem was that for me in that one, the way that set is organized is not organized like a any set of Marvel cards we've ever experienced. Um, beautiful set, great set, really amazing thing to collect. Luckily, though, Silver Surfer wasn't invented in 1966. <laughs> <laughs> Nor was a black, black cat. cat. Yeah. But that's a big thing I would tell collectors like, if you're doing character collecting, definitely look to and to see your first issue appearance yeah. and yeah. you'll be able to feel reassured yeah. Yeah. that no card offshoot or like a foreign card or like, mm-hmm. um, because there are also something called swap cards that were given off at like fast food chains wow. <laughs> in the early seventies. Yeah. So yeah, the server thing was a little difficult oh. because he, yes. Okay. So Wimpy, 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 which is a UK Wimpy. burger chain. UK burger chain. Mm. There are card Marvel card wimpy cards. Um, they're not standard, right? They're like tobacco size cards, yeah. not like standard trading card size. But that was something I didn't know existed, and then finally got. Um, and so those are pretty tough. But for me, the first Surfer card was in 1976, so shortly after his first appearance from Tops, and it was the tops the chewing gum uh when they were still chewing gum and it was stickers oh yes i remember those stickers yes yeah that's wonderful and again so you don't have to worry about black cat 79 she popped up so you don't even have to worry about that yeah yeah Yeah. this this is the first on my end in terms of like being like a standard trading card size that's that's my first yeah um yeah so actually i'm looking at this again and for a comic images card not that i'm a even considering sending it in to get graded, although if a graded one did pop up, that's actually not too bad. If you look at it, I think it looks good. I think it it's a really little, clean. it's a little more at the it's bottom than the bit, top, but I think yeah, and it's corners a little bit are gorgeous, more to this man. Side. Yeah, the edges are gorgeous as well. So um, you know, I mean, listen, yeah. it's for the it's surface for this looks clean primarily. So yeah, it is really clean. I love it. So I'm going to very carefully I think it's slide beautiful. it back in there. So yeah, so I've never seen it before. That. I think it's a great looking card. No, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, so basically, um, it. just to kind of t- t- touch on, on on Pete's point, what I'm what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to make an Excel spreadsheet. And you've done this before, and I think we might have talked about this before. I think you used Beckett for yours, didn't you? Uh, and then yeah. So through. what I did, yeah, yeah. I, I this was really tough. So yeah, my suggestion to anyone who's doing a character collection, and I think, yeah, so a character collection. So if you're doing that, you have two resources for you have Jeff's site, Jeff, Jeff Allender's um, House of Checklist. How do you say his last name? Allender. Yeah. House of Checklist, which is Allender, who's just a phenomenal person. Everyone who helped him on that site are true uh, unsung heroes of the hobby. Mm-hmm. And then Beckett Marketplace also has a really good, uh, at least for me, for Surfer, yeah. There was a lot of cards in there that were graded and, and the trading I, i'm card starting database. to realize and the trading card database which mm-hmm. has been a really really amazing uh service that's been kind of getting bigger and bigger so those those three are really big ones for to like to figure out who where your characters are coming from 
those are great ones. The other thing, I really would look at your first appearance for your character. That's, that's something I wish I had done beforehand because I kept yeah. missing certain ones because yeah. I just forgot that, yeah. you know what I mean? I just didn't realize yeah. you hadn't shown him up, but yeah, yeah. Th- th- those are, th- those are three things I would start with if you're going down this road. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just bizarrely. I, I've just, I just started to put together a spreadsheet and then, You'll only get so much on those sites because, um, as an example, uh, the uh, Jeff Allender's site simply doesn't include any EPAC aspects. Yes, that's Um, that's, that's a really tough one. It only covers physical releases, and I noticed on the Beckett site that even that doesn't have all of them. So I think it's you really do have to do a combination of several sources to get those checklists um, together. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, Peter, if you're if you're planning to go the character route, kind of start by spending a bit of time on those three sites, getting an Excel together, listing them. What I've done on mine is I've started listing them in in year order. So I've got the year, and then I've got set, and then yeah. I've got whether it's based parallel, any notes, that kind of thing, card number, that that sort of stuff, and then a link to an image if I can include it, so that I can always, you know, that's really the trick. What's that? What's that look like? And I'm I'm starting to build it up. You know, despite all of this, and and you know, who knows where it'll end. It doesn't take into account, and I'll pause so that no one can hear me because I know my internet is unstable again. My internet needs to be more stable. That's yes, what but you're yes. you're coming in clear. Bless you. More stable. Um, I'm listening. Don't feel stable today. I won't lie to you. Anyway. <laughs> um the the um what was i gonna say i was gonna say yes regardless of how good those are they won't take into account all the other areas that you can find small pieces of cardboard or paper with depictions of your character on so for example trading card games yep like overpower Dice oh, Masters, um, Dice Masters. I haven't got versus it. system, versus system. That's it. And Dice Legend. Masters was tough. Yeah. I did not know about yeah. that one at all. And that was a hard find. Those are the four. Legendary is great. Yeah, Legendary is great. So Legendary Overpower versus system and Dice Masters. Those mm-hmm. four are the, the, are the, the main ones to kind of look at uh, that I've experienced. You may also yep. see stuff. There's a UK brand called Top Trumps, and they're they're bigger than trading cards. They're more like playing card size. Um, They're massive. Yeah. You'll likely find the tarot cards is another gaming thing. Oh my <laughs> the tarot cards are really tough. Is that an Italian um, thing? That is an Italian thing. So there's yeah. two decks to the tarot cards. Um, they are gorgeous. I mean, so worth getting mm-hmm. uh, if your character's featured in there. I don't know if the black cat's featured in there. I have the checklist here. I will tell you right now. So um, tarot cards that you have Wolverine, Doctor Strange, Storm, Invisible Woman, Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic, Professor X, Mary Jane, Ghost Rider, The Devil, uh, which is Mephisto, Silver Mm. Surfer, Longshot, Hulk, Nightcrawler, Thanos, Scarlet Witch, another Mephisto, maybe I was wrong, Uh, the Baxter Building, Dazzler, Moon Knight, Thor, and someone I'm not sure who it is in Captain America. Oh, so it's pretty. It's a pretty like thorough set, man, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but that's the that's the big. <laughs> yeah, going 
So before we jump there, right, I think when you go character collecting, right, yeah, you do all the stuff there from the sets first, right? That would be my suggestion before you dive into foreign gaming. I mean, you pick up what you find when you find it. That's, that's the best rule of thumb, no matter how obscure it is. Or stickers, anything, anything you find with your character on that's within limit to this trading card size or the idea of something you can hold in your hands that's reasonably smaller than like one of the master prints, right? If you're looking at like way to like limit your collection, I wouldn't go bigger than a master print, which is what, Ian, what is that? What, what measurement would that be? Master prints are about the same size as a comic book, actually, off the top of my head. Uh, I will quickly measure Perfect. one while you're Yeah, talking. that's exactly right. Yeah. You keep talking. Yeah. So I personally, what I do, not that anybody has to do this, but what I do is I go between a master print size of something down to, you know, a a pog size Mm. trading thing, a disc as they call them, um, other than pogs, which were officially released and do have Marvel characters, which is pretty Mm. fun. But um, that's kind of, that's where I like put my limits on. I do do the other bigger stuff, but the, once you go into bigger stuff, you're kind of going into original art. Yeah. I can't think of any like card size thing that's bigger than that, other than get, grabbing a binder or a box that your character's featured on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's the limit, like in terms of like scope for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I agree. I'm trying to find, I've got some Marvel Metal Master Prints recently. For the life of me, I can't find them anywhere. I don't Ooh. know where they are. Um, I'm just trying to find them because I'm determined to measure this up now, now that you've mentioned it. Um, are they in well, the folder? Yes, they are. Here they are. <laughs> Keep going. Perfect. So the other things to think about, which is a real pain in the butt, and I blame my other Silver Surfer brother from another mother, uh, not Rick, uh, Jordan. I blame him for this. Oh, those metal master prints are nice, man. Isn't it lovely? That looks good. That's that looks really lovely. Stuff. Anyway, sorry, Jordan. Um, the other two things. No, no. The other two things I would say to get into, which I blame Jordan for, uh, is this is going to be weird. Uh, side appearances. Mm. So they're on the card with another character. That's a mother um, checklist because their names appear on checklists, which oh. I think is psychotic, but yeah. now I'm doing it. And also text on the back that says silver surfer. Yeah. I know that sounds dumb and I think it's crazy myself, but eventually you get to that stage and I would not start off with that. I would literally just like take a note, but you don't know how deep you get into these things until you're there type of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I, those I are the other things. Uh, and the, yeah. Yeah. I, I personally wouldn't go on the text only. She's got to be visual on the card uh, for me. Um, but yeah, I do. I love that. I think that's the, I think that's a great line. That's, yeah. that, that should be a good line. I would, um, I would argue to do that. But you know, everyone does it differently. The other um, hidden area to think about is buybacks. Buybacks, baby. Those are so important. Um, buybacks, fact, buybacks, buybacks. In some cases, I'd almost start there because they're going to be less and less of those available as time goes on. Um, yeah. In the case of, um, I believe it was Flair. 2019 i have a feeling there's only f- uh, i want to say 20 i don't know why i want to say 20 um because so- you're right so flare annual has 20 flare 94 had 20 and 20 all three of my surfers are 20 right. okay that's good i'm just trying to find my cat one. Oh, oh, oh my god by the way by the way tell me marvel metal 
Did you read on the box? What? Buybacks are to only 10. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, so this is the uh, X-Men Metal Universe. They're only to 10. Yeah, see, that that's interesting because that's going to be the only... If Black Cat has a buyback in there, it's going to be the only element that I'm going to want. Exactly. Yeah, for my I cat. Think, I think... <laughs> Do you think they're going to have all the characters, not just X-Men alone? I think they're going to I don't know. Probably have everybody, I mean, aren't they? It's got to be everybody. Uh, let me have a look at my... I finally Hopefully found my, my buyback. It's going to suck. Where is my buyback? It's really, really going to suck. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, so I've got number eight of 20. Yes, you're right. You are correct. Oh, nice. Uh, number eight of 20 I have um, in my rather lovely um, page. Uh, the other thing I would say is signature cards. Um, and and Flair is also a prime example of this. So the, the autograph cards in Flair um, only went to 30, and they are hard-numbered. Um, autograph uh, cards? 30. Yeah, yeah, so Peach, for example, signed 30 black cats, and I've oh, got yes, number yes, 23 yes. of 30. Yeah. Um, in so we Flair actually talked about this in Character Club, and I, I've spoken to a few collectors, and I spoke to you about this as well, brother. Mm, mm. So I do think... Like to say you have a character collection, which you don't have to do this by. This is just a made up thing. But I think we said it's reasonable to get like anything that's 20 and above a rarity. Is that what we said? In terms of like how many people are collecting that character? Like what would be possible? Because at one point you're going to get to a point with your character collection where you're going to have to reasonably say, okay, I just can't get this card. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, everyone's different. I mean, I um, I yeah, don't true. have any. I don't think I've got apart from plates and sketches. I don't think I've got any one of one serial numbered black cat in my Me collection. Neither. I mean, there's um, not really that many. Yeah, I've got some numbered five. Um, and also, you, you, I think I think the, oh. the the issue you've got with Surfer is that Surfer kind of bowed out of things before the current upper deck run that started to do a lot of limited serial number things. So premiere 2017, for example, black yep. cat is numbered to five. Um, oh, black God. parallel. Um, and so I got that obviously, Ugh. obviously with, um, three watch Spider-Man, the PMGs went, you had a one of one gold and then you had the, um, green, uh, to 10. Um, so I've got the green to 10 black cat on that one. So I do have some, some very limited uh, numbered things. But, wow. you know, if you're doing this and you haven't got either the pockets or the, the even the will, you know, because some of the them, will, yeah, it's a ones, pain. You know, you've, it's, if it's yeah. a popular character like Wolverine, you've got to think oh, about screwed. the fact that Flair 2019 had a diamond card that uh -huh. was only available on E-Packs and there's only 30 of those and they're going about three, 400 yep. bucks now. So, um, yes, they are. I guess you've got to kind of say to yourself, okay, what's my, what's my limit on this? You know, um, what's my limit? if you are going to go all in on this, I would start with the hardest stuff to get would be my advice. Yeah. Cause that, that's actually, yeah. I, you know, that's actually, um, um, benefited me in the past. I think that's great. James Bond, um, relic stuff that i've gone after I've, I've tended to go for the harder stuff um 
knowing that I could, you know, that makes sense. Go back over the years. I mean, to this day, I still want a Vespa Lind business card relic from um, Casino Royale, but I don't have it, and <laughs> that's the exception to the rule. But anyway, um, wow. So, so yeah, I, I think I think if you're going to do that, I would kind of map it out, know what's out there, and then yeah, plan your attack based on your budget and what what tickles your fancy. You know. Oh. Yes. So yes, yes to everything Ian is saying. Um, there is something though I want to tell everybody for gaming cards. Mm. If you're looking for gaming cards and obscure ones and hard to find ones, I found something that literally I'm missing only two cards from the versus system to complete all the surfers, even appearances. And it was highly due to this website called Category One games oh yes yes thank you i'd forgotten which site it was um, please yeah you can type your character name and yeah. they're cheap because they're not in the best condition but again you can grab them and most of these cards are like either thrown away or not kept nice or mm. locked away so definitely something that helped me out in a big way yeah yeah, um, we'll put we'll put a link to all these sources in the tasting notes for for folks, so you can go and kind of check it out and browse to your heart's content. Um, it may well be um, if uh, Peter, for example, sorry, we're going back to Peter, but he's the kind of one who spawned. Please, this, yeah, go this, go go this, go. This thinking that Peter, Peter might look at it and go, and go, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start by focusing on the '90s. And do it that way because you know for a character that's got a lot of stuff yes. out there otherwise you'd be like and then gradually maybe add the noughties to it which might depending on the character could be big or could be um really minimal um and then mm-hmm. yeah and then just kind of plan it plan your attack that way i guess there's so many ways you can approach it um and oh, that's yeah. before you get into stickers and foreign sets oh god and when I say foreign, I mean stuff that's not um, of USA production an issue because the majority of, you know, I've talked about this before, trading cards, you know, Marvel ones started as Americana and, you know, were created and produced largely for the US market. So um, mm. so that's what I mean, stuff of non-US origin, um, uh, which is where Marvel uh, are. So, um, and listen, the, 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 that's where the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> to say the least to say the yes. least um that so, is where it goes so and i will um i'm going to shout out to amanda z graded gamer and i did oh, i wasn't aware of this this set existed until i saw someone post about it and then i think amanda's um got some into grade there is a set that came out in 1988 and i have a feeling that this could well it's not a trading card that's the thing this is a sticker card Uh, 1988 comic images world of spider-man series there's a hidden gem for you because in that there is a black cat however (laughs) the black cat that's in that for a very very brief like free issue or something stupid like that period of spectacular spider-man black cat had a different costume and it's yeah, it's a shocker. Uh, it's an absolute shocker. Um, and I'll send I'll send wow. you a link to this. Um, I remember posting do. about it on my Instagram uh, a while back. Nineteen um, eighties costume. I'm just googling it so I can send you a link to it. Um, and fortunately, it, it didn't hang around long. But this set was produced at the time that that card set came out. 
Um, so I'm just trying wow. to I'm just trying to find an image of it. Anyway, I'll I'll carry on doing that. Um, in fact, what I will do is I've posted this on my own um, Instagram, so I will simply find that and send it to you right now. It's a terrible costume, and yet it's black cat. <laughs> and I did, I didn't realise that this comic images set existed and therefore that there'd been a representation of that costume in any other medium. But sure enough, there it is. Um, and I'm still scrolling Whoa. through my Instagram trying to find it. And for the life of me, I can't um, because I am blind and my eyes don't work properly. Um, I will find it. Where is it? Where is it? Where are you? Where are you, cat? Come on. There she is. Right. No, I'm going to send this to you right now. Are you, are you on your Instagram? Send it to me. Have you got your Instagram open? Let me send this to you now. <laughs> Black cat in her new Andy. costume. It was the 1980s, and it was from Spectacular Spider-Man 128. Whoa! Which was July look at 1987. Look at that costume. It's an absolute shocker. And that is the costume that's on that Comic Images 1988 set. Oh, damn, dude. So... There's something I didn't know existed until very, wow. very, very, very recently. I mean, literally about two weeks ago. Wow. And you will always see stuff like that cropping up. That's the thing. Um, wow. So, for example, I was browsing eBay recently, and I found some um, – where were they from? I've, got, I've even got a page dedicated to stickers in my binder now. And I found something, and I think we've talked about this before, and I think I might have shown it before, but it's smaller than wow. trading card size. It's a French Marvel sticker set called Devian Un Heros. What? Um, and it's got a black cat, and I think it could be a Game of Earth's Ultimate Spider-Man black cat. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, that's really cool. But isn't it the most bonkers thing? Wow. It's only it's fairly recent, I think. But it's a European release. So so I've got that and then the thing that I you remember that lot that I got off eBay for you because you'd seen some surfer stickers in it. In fact, did I see yes. it and send you the link? And say and it's in there and it's a tiny sticker. I mean it's a real tiny sticker. It's called Marvel Heroes Hot Shots Europe Limited released in 2008 and it's it's maybe less than half the size of a trading card yeah those yeah yes and you've got maybe three or four surfers in that set i i got all the surfers from that yeah. set. um luckily but this is this is the rabbit hole this is the rabbit hole you go down this is the rabbit hole exactly um, the rabbit hole and i've just and, uh, sorry carry on no it's it's really tough so there was also like so yeah i have the surfers here i have all three of those guys ah, for um it gets really weird. Actually, here's something even crazier. So this is not, is this a foreign set? I can't remember. It's Marvel Heroes 2008. And basically these are stickers, but they're holofoiled. Oh, and interesting. what's insane is that they use the some really very expensive art from trading cards. So you actually have a picture oh, yeah. of a 19... 96 double impact silver surfer hologram yeah. sticker wow. in this set. And a lot of these like sticker foreign sets yeah. do use card art. Yeah. Uh, which is nuts. 
uh, for for these things. Yeah, yeah. This is it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So again, I've got something here which is Marvel Heroes again, two thousand eight. This is actually trading card size. It's quite flimsy, oh. and what it is, it's a it, you can see it's a sticker. Stickers, yes. Yeah. Those are rough. Um, those are and I think fire. that's the one you had on the bottom middle of the um page. You ha- you held up a foil version. It looked like it was from this set. So does the it back is. look like this? Yep, that image is. Yep, you see the little ghost guy down there. Yeah, yeah. That is on the back of these cards as well. Yeah, yeah. So whatever so like, brand that is, it says. Let me look at it. It says mm-hmm. Preziosi Collection or something like that. You also have Valentine's cards. Oh my goodness me! Silver Surfer Valentine's cards. Two types. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Okay. I think that, what year is that? That's 1990. So that's a US one. Oh. So there's Valentine's cards. Oh my goodness. There's um, the Sussy. S-T-U-S-S-Y. Stussy. Yeah. Yeah. It's that fashion brand. Okay. So here's something crazy. Here's a Marvel card that is featuring Julie Bell's work. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh. You know where this is from? Tell me. This is from and promoted by Chicken Purdue, the chicken factory here in the U.S. (laughs) That's how ridiculous this card is. It's not like it was with like a fast food place. It's literally with a manufacturer that processes chickens. Wow. Wow. As weird as that is. Oh, the the other thing we should talk about is those card-sized things in the 90s that promoted... Uh, co- uh, comic books. Oh, um, yes. So the yeah. So we did an episode. The bi-weeklies, the annuals. Yeah, we did a whole episode about this. Um, you did. Let me I very quickly find the episode. Um, it's called. Um, one sec. Come on, computer, you can do it. There we go. I have a feeling. It was episode 47. Yes, that's right. Um, So this is trading card promos that promote comics that either came in comics or were distributed by comic shops, Um, which reminds me, we need to do different types of promos. We haven't done the follow-up episode for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you've got some Silver Surfer ones in there, haven't you? Yep, and then also the uh, chocolate bar ones. Does your is your cat in any of these? Chocolate bar ones? See, you need to give me some crib notes on this chocolate bar. Wow, what brand? So this I can't pronounce it, but I will read it out to you. Oh, I'm gonna it I'm gonna eBay it while um <laughs> while you're talking to T E R R A B U S I. Uh, hang on a sec. Let me show. Ooh, no, don't do that, please. Just waiting for my, my my internet is so rubbish. There you go. I'm not looking at your screen. Hang on. Okay. Uh, hold it back a bit. It's a bit blurred. Oh, Terra Terra Busi is that? Terra Busi. Is that B U S I? Chocolate. I think it's a chocolate bar. Yeah, oh. bar et chocolate. So I think it's French, Strange. and it's 1980. Marvel Comics Group. Wow. Okay. Oh. Here's something for people that I think is important that drove me crazy for a long time. The name of your superhero will not always be what it is in English. Oh, yes. So when you're searching eBay, figure out what the hell that is, because I've had to search Surf Plata in order to find Silver Surfer cards. 
Right, the Terabusi look, look like they're Spanish. Spanish? Possibly. Spanish, probably. Probably Spanish. Um, Could be Spanish. I've got There's actually things from Italy as it well. It is Spanish. So, yeah. It is Spanish. There's a Spanish and an Italy version, I think. Something like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and so in searching here, I've also had lots of 48-1980 Marvel Argentina sticker cards. That's the other one. Argentina. Marvel Argentina. Yep. Who knew there was such a thing? Let me have a look at this. That's the other one. There's and there's one here, here for Greg Dawson straight away. There's a Moto Phantasma, which is Ghost Rider. In- <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Moto yep. Phantasma. Uh, Captain America, strangely enough, is the same. Um, Thor is the same. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Wasp is Avispa. That's Avispa. That's actually um, cool. that is actually quite cool. So I'm looking through here. I'm not sure Black Cat was that popular that early because remember she only debuted in '79, and yes. then there was a little gap before her second appearance. So I think they were kind of just uh, gauging collective feedback. I'm having a look through these. This is brilliant. So straight away, I've just discovered a set I never even knew existed. So this is the rabbit hole you go down, folks, if you're going to be a character collector. Um, They're beautiful. They look really nice, these Argentinian ones. They look really cool. I'm not about to spend that much to get 48 of them, but yes. Yeah. So it's really tough to find all of these. Terabusi Marvel. Yeah. I've got stickers here, die-cut stickers. Wow, okay, yeah. So it's a, it's a rabbit hole, folks. So, uh, Peter, if you're going to do a character collector, just kind of uh, have a think about all the all the nooks and, cranny, uh, all the like, nooks and crannies these guys that into? you might need to go down. And there's another set as well, which I only recently discovered, which was a, a UK one. I think it was in Australia as well. And it was released as a part works. It's Spider-Man Heroes and Villains Power Card Collection. So each um, issue of a certain magazine, you got packs of the cards. Mm. So I'm going to show you the back of it. And I realized I found this recently and found that there were three black cats in it. So there's the back. Yes, that stupid set. And then yep. there's the black cat. There's the first black cat, which is foil. Which is rather lovely. Yep. Um, so again, that's a trading card game, uh, but it came out yep. as a kind of a uh, an in news agents thing. Um, so yeah, on oh, there's recharge as well. Did we talk about recharge as a trading card? No, recharge is not on. There's my surfers. Oh wow! Oh nice, very nice. So, um, you know that happened. So you got overpower versus system, recharge, legendary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dice Masters, Spider-Man Heroes and Villains. Yeah, straight. Yeah, so you get the idea. There's another one. I don't know if your girl's in it. This is copyright 1977, so no, no. it wouldn't be. But this was yeah. a ser- superheroes card game. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Surfer. That was actually a very early Top Trumps in the UK. Wow. Um, they're that, nice that I was like the them. set i was trying to buy you for christmas the year before last <laughs> do you remember oh, <laughs> for some reason sweet. the seller cocked up and it just didn't happen um because i knew there was a surfer in there and i knew at that time you didn't know about it so it that's getting, right i that remember was, now that's me, right you know. that's right never mind yeah. uh, look at what you could have won um oh, gino marvel gino that's the other card game oh one. genio yes 
Yes, I don't know if cats That's... in that at all. I remember you I having. Either. I remember you having stuff mailed to me from that set because you found yes. a seller in the UK that. In the UK, which that's right. What technically happened? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so there's superhero an awful squad lot online. Oh, superhero squad. I don't know. And, if you had a black cat superhero squad. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'd quite like to see it if there was. I discovered something else very recently as well, um, and I <laughs> no, I've saved it in my photos, so I'll have to go back. Hang on a sec. Um, someone sent me an email, a message asking me about it, and I was like, "What's this?" Um, What's this? And What's this? it is. I saved it in What's my. This? Oh, the line cooler while I scroll. Here we go. Right. Panini, and it was released in America by Fleer Corp. 1995, Spider-Man, and it was tying into the animated series. Oh. And it was stickers. Um, And I know Black Cat's in there. She would have to Absolutely certain she's in there. Um, I haven't started picking at that particular scab. (laughs) <laughs> pardon the expression um i haven't started going after that one um but i know that that is gonna that's gonna hurt. i mean you can buy full sets uh, yeah, here's another one here's one i never knew existed right in the 90s there were some metal cards and they came in tins yes the spider-man right? metal ones yep right so spider-man it's a metal tin yep um, Metallic Impressions Collector's Cards, they're called. Includes original Spider-Man art by John Romita and John Romita Jr. Rather lovely. They're numbered. There's my certificate of authenticity. Uh, I've got number 00119, strictly limited oh. edition of 12,000. 12,000, that's not strictly limited. Anyway. That's not strictly uh, limited. This. And then they're, they're just in there like this. And they're lovely. What? But the 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 uh, frustrating thing is, I realised that, of course, there's a black cat. Oh, and it's wow. stunning. It's, really it's a cool. metal. It's a metal card. Wow, I love it. Isn't Holy it amazing? crap! I love it. Yes, it's absolutely wonderful. Wow! Um, wow, 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 wow. And the, the annoying thing is, it's slightly bigger than trading card size. To get, I, I'm not going to split this tin set. To no. add that to my black cat collection. No, 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 no. So I've either got to buy another tin or find someone who's already got only a partial set <laughs> or is selling yeah, the individual one. Just to split it up. Yeah. So I'm 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 struggling with that one because I really want that one in my black cat binder. But they're beautiful. Um they're that gorgeous, artwork so. on that black cat is I can't see. That's the John one, Amita, one of them. Uh, not sure. Not sure. Anyway, well, it, it, I'm assuming there's Punishers in there. Uh, Daredevil. Oh, look at that Daredevil. Daredevil. Look at that. I love it. They're brilliant. I like They're Daredevil's really good look. I always have. Yeah. Um, and then you got you got Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. you got Main Spidey, of course. Wow. Yeah, that's John Romita Jr. It actually does credit on that one, but it doesn't have a credit on the black cat. Maybe they didn't together. Maybe it's Jambies don't know doesn't say at all does does it have the issue that it's featured from no anyway um but that so you can they're all over the place there's so many different little 
um, the good thing is, is that because Norrin and I and other character collectors have already gone down these roads, hopefully Peter and other people who are kind of starting out on their character journeys will benefit from some of this intel. Um, yep. That's my, that's my hope anyway. Um, because that's always been my hope too, man. Yeah, there's because an awfully this long. This is not fun to go down. Alone. Yeah, it is a rabbit hole. Um, what else? Oh yeah, in the UK recently there were some Lego Marvel um, and Disney cards that came out through a Sainsbury's supermarket over here. Um, uh, Surfer wasn't in them. I'll tell you that now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of that was mainly MCU focused. What else we got? Mm-hmm. Just looking around here, we had the Panini course, the stickers that came out. The stickers, Paninis, uh, which were really nice. They are. They like, are really nice. And there was a card version mm-hmm. in there, not just only. Stickers. That's right. That's a UK and Europe exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. And also, Black Hat wasn't in either of those actually, which I'm quite relieved about. Um, but um, the, another weird one is the, uh, which I found out much later was the Grateful Dead uh, VIP oh passes. God. That is so random. That was pretty fun. That was random, random. I think Hulk, Surfer, Doctor Iron Strange. Man, Doctor Strange. Yeah, because that's how we found Strange. out about them from Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because I had seen them in the past, but I never paid too much attention to them. And then Donald hit me up, the Doctor Strange archive uh, master that he is. And he was like, yeah, these are more rare than you think. I was like, damn it. (laughs) I have to pay the money to get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course, for more on Donald and Doctor Strange, check out episode 83, folks, where we interview um he's a he's a dude he really is um one um one final thing before we sign off i'm just gonna take my microphone off because i need to go around the corner and get something hold on a second oh boy what else i think yeah man pogs are a big one those disc ones are tough to find something for everybody to think about waiting for ian to come back what the bloody hell are you talking here about he is <laughs> i just brought up the pog ones again oh yes oh and the yes. vending machine stickers vending oh. machine stickers there are variants of those so those are tough i don't think cats i've never seen a black cat vending machine sticker with the 92 I art on i haven't seen it so i'm hoping it doesn't exist but if it does and you've seen it folks then let me know you remember the other week i made an impulse purchase while we were on air oh yeah oh man that looks good in person holy hell black cat variant cover by pepe laraz uh of black cat um well legacy numbering 13 but it's the relaunch that came out in february 21 it's just wonderful i just love it it. and i i did a little video on my instagram um at black cat collector yes um of that being unboxed when it arrived and it's beautiful i'm slightly worried i'm glad you went with that yeah i'm slightly so good i'm slightly worried i've opened a can of worms on on cgc black cat covers but uh uh, but if that's the ignore them ignore them (laughs) if that's the only one i own you know imagine if i can't be that if i imagine if i have one of those collector cabinets like you have Oh, dude. And that is in there. You know what I'm thinking about is I think I'm going to go and have to, like, maybe make it all Silver Surfer and see how much I can get in there. Oh, right. You think that'd be cool? I bought the statue from Sideshow. That's Donald's fault, by the way. That's Donald's fault. (laughs) That's his fault. I want him to know that. 
he looked at the display case. He was helping me out with the lighting stuff. And he was like, well, you, you got to put a, you got to put the silver surface statue that's coming oh, out really? here. Cause his, his doctor strange just came out in sideshow. Oh, so really? he just bought okay. his remember. And he was like, well, you got, you got to put a statue in there. And I was like, no, I don't. And then like three hours later, I kept like looking at sideshow. <laughs> I was like, this bastard got me thinking about it. So that's coming. So that, that I had to sell something to make that money for that. But so hopefully, nice. hopefully I'm in love with it. Nice. But hopefully I'm nice. in love with it. And this is where you go with character collections. You're remodeling your home and building your storage around how you can display the items. God, um, that's so true. So, yeah. It's uh, absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, this has been fun. I've enjoyed this. Oh, I've had a blast today. Uh, obviously, obviously, um, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we, you know, we always talk about our character collections, but that's just, you know, what we're into and what we kind of um, do. So hopefully it's, um, hopefully it's of use to people and they, they, they get something out of it. Um, mm-hmm. The other character collectors all sitting there going, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, come on, guys. You know, pull something original. (laughs) Yeah, but hopefully everyone else is um, is um, is 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 getting some some tips and tricks. Um, Mm -hmm. Not least of all. Peter McClure. And for some reason, Peter McClure's name sounds like some newsreader or some stunt actor. I'm thinking of The Simpsons. Wasn't there that newsreader in Simpsons? Bob McClure, am I thinking of? No. Wasn't that a mockery of, um, no, I'm going to butcher it. No, I'll go with your version. Yeah. I've got no idea. Anyway, Peter, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Peter. Um, I've no idea who the intro will be in this episode. So, um, okay. so we'll we'll um, we'll pick It'll one. Be a surprise to us all. We'll pick one. It'll be a surprise to us all because we didn't give that any thought whatsoever uh, <laughs> before we started recording. Um, I, I would say at this point, um, please do. Um, uh, please do, if you're an artist and you've yet to um, do a, a vo- voice intro for one of our episodes, or even if you want to come on as a guest, uh, please do reach out to us. Yes. We're always welcome to um, shine a light on your on your skills, experience, and your work um, um, in the hope that more people can lay their eyes on it. Um, and as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the MCC pod. Um, and I was listening to another podcast and they had a really nice way of saying stuff as they oh. wrapped up their episode. And they were saying, um, I, and I'm going to butcher it now, so I probably will write this down properly for next time. <laughs> but they were saying, thank you very much for making, uh, listening to us and making it part of your hobby collecting experience. Um, we Ooh. appreciate every comment, like, and bit of feedback that we get, good or bad, because uh, sometimes it shines a light on whether we... Um, have said something that that hits a nerve or something that rings true so yes and that's about it really pretty nice that's Mm. pretty nice that's lovely well you know what you have to do now right yes because you did the top of the show i need to do the tail end of the show and say thanks for listening everybody and enjoy collecting thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our facebook page you can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp we're also on itunes spotify and all major podcast platforms please take a second to subscribe like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts our podcast can be found by googling at the mcc pod which will also find us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram our facebook community is at mccw marvel car collectors worldwide and mmc marvel masterpieces collectors 
The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marble Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs>